0: Welcome to the Transform Your Wedding Podcast, a how-to guide for taking your wedding to a whole new level. Here's your host, Marie Kubin from Rent My Wedding.
1: Hey everyone, today we're talking about wedding entertainment. I'll be chatting with Dale McLean, the in-arena host for the Miami Heat and owner of his own entertainment company, Dale the Host. Dale has more than 20 years of experience in the entertainment industry doing all kinds of weddings and events. So I hope you enjoy learning all of these great ideas for how to have some fun at your wedding reception. Hey, Dale, well, thank you so much for joining me.
0: Thank you and happy Tuesday.
1: Definitely. Now, Dale, you are one of these people that I've known you for years and every time I see you, everyone around you is having the best time. So I knew you were the perfect person for this episode.
0: Well, I appreciate that. Uh, Part of my life and my job is to create a party uh, where there's none. So it's second nature and it's something that I think it has to be within you. You can't learn it. If you have it, you have it. If you don't, then do something else. Work in an office, I guess.
1: Definitely. (laughs) So Dale, tell us your secrets. We're going to talk about five different ways that you can have some awesome entertainment to keep your guests having fun at the reception. So what's your first tip for that?
0: Um it's first of all you have to know what your audience is like whoever you're inviting uh if you're inviting a mixed crowd of people uh such as older people or adults or I would say families that are just meeting for the first time at a wedding you don't want to go with a crazy dj you may want to go dj slash band like people been doing a lot of that so you can uh feed both sides of the family if somebody just want to hear some band music, you do that. And if you want to have the DJ, you can also do that. And if you want to do with the after party, then you go straight with the DJ. So you could be amongst your friends that would enjoy that part.
1: Oh, yeah, that's such a good idea. Now, do you recommend that couples get involved in the playlist and kind of planning out the songs? Or are you, do you just leave that to the DJ?
0: No, no, no. As an MC and a person that owns an entertainment company, you want the input because you don't want to be halfway through the party and they say, we don't want that we don't like this and i hate this phrase play something we can dance to <laughs> that that does not give you anything or play something fun play something different you can music spans from whenever to now so there's a wide variety of music so it's better to sit with your client better sit with your and say hey Tell us, give us a a parameter of what you would like to hear. Do you want to do 90s? Do you want to do 80s? Do you want to do, you know, hip-hop? Do you want to what? Let us know, and then, it's like, if I'm a cook, give me the ingredients, and I'll make you an amazing cake, or baker, or food. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's such a good point because yeah, I think the one thing that everyone hates is when you go to a wedding and like no one likes the music and then the dance floor is dead and no one's having fun. So I think that's so smart to just on the front end, be involved in planning the music and you're gonna be so happy.
0: It's never fun to have the client standing over you and saying, could you play something? Uh, my long lost niece from Arkansas doesn't like this music. So could you please play something that she can dance? I'm like, no, you have to be more specific. So if you do it in the planning stages, then it'll help you on the day of the event.
1: So outside of the dance floor, what are some other ways that you can have some really cool entertainment for the reception?
0: Well, the hottest new thing now is called Aura Loca. Uh, it's based mainly in Latin America. Spanish families like to do it a lot. It's basically a reset of your party. So let's say you do the toast, you've done the grand entrance, and you've done all this stuff, and all of a sudden, there's a huge conga line, comes in the door, confetti, people on stilts, dancers, people wearing boas. It's just noisemakers. It just resets the party. It just infuses new energy. It doesn't take away from the DJ or the band that you had. It just adds something different. And it's always a good feel.
1: Definitely. You know, I experienced that for the first time at a wedding in Miami, and I had no idea what was happening. All of a sudden, here comes <laughs> all this stuff. I'm like, what's going on? But- like, like,
0: are these people invited? Are they crashing the wedding? Right, they crashed the
1: wedding. I don't know. (laughs) So, but yeah, it's totally fun. And it's something so different. You just don't see normally at weddings. So I love the Ora Loca. I think it's a really cool way to just like reset the party, like you said, and get some energy.
0: Um, Also for the reception, I'm a big fan of making each grand entrance of the bridal party or bride and groom a lot different. So I like to sit down with them and create something different. I know people try to be clever and come in and the couples do They I think the music makes the difference. Uh, As you you know, I work for the Miami Heat. So music is a big part of, of what we do with lighting and all the structure. So coming up with a creative way or a musical way to introduce the bridal party is always a fun part, too.
1: Definitely, yeah. I love that you kind of pulled in two elements there. So it's like the music and the lighting all kind of contribute to the entertainment too. So kind of making sure that you really show off that entertainment and set the mood for the whole room by having the right lighting and music going on.
0: It's you know being a all round well rounded entertainer is pulling from very facets, very facets of your life. Uh, Whether it be the Miami Heat or I'm doing a gala, I'm doing a bar mitzvah, everything. I think music is the best common denominator in any event. I don't care if you have the best food, which is always cool and greatest decorations. If the, if the music is bad, they will walk away leave us like, oh, all we did was eat. The music was this, the music was that. And as an entertainer, and entertainment company, we only have one chance to get it right. And if we don't get it right, we'll never get it. So it's like, it's either home run or nothing at all.
1: Definitely, yeah. Now, what if you've got a wedding couple that they want things to be a little more low-key? So maybe it's not going to be a crazy dance floor, there's not going to be an aura loca. Um, what are some kind of like low-key ways to incorporate some entertainment for the wedding?
0: Low-key entertainment, Now, that's always <laughs> a challenge uh, because here you are, you're there to infuse energy and life. Uh, you just have to find a compromise. It's, it's not much you can do to have a low-key wedding. Unless you just want to eat and then leave, uh, but a lot of people do the caricatures of the couples, and then people can go in the corner, and then of course their photo booths, stuff like that. Uh, I I don't like anything that takes away from the dance floor or the action of things. But if that's the way they want to go, you have to compromise with the client and said, okay, here come the things that you can do to add to things, because if you have nothing planned or nothing throughout the night. Becomes just one long boring cocktail party, and nobody wants that because you don't want your memories to be based on just sitting there having five courses and a bunch of toast, and you get to your ballet stump and you're out on the way.
1: hmm For sure. Yeah, I like the idea though. The caricature artist—that's really cool. So if you're you've got a crowd that maybe they don't love dancing, that could be a fun thing to do. And I know I've seen like cigar rollers too. That also
0: yes. But then it becomes a part of now you're telling your guests to leave the ballroom to go smoke it. So now you're taking half of your guests away from the party and you might miss something that might happen with the bride and groom or something special. So it's, I think that would mainly be a cocktail hour thing because you have an hour to kill. You can do whatever you want. No one will miss anything, but if you put it during the party then you give, it's a battle between should they go outside because they need to, because the smoke, everyone that may not be into the cigars, or you hold on to it until later, but everybody wants to do it right then and there, cut it in and have a good time.
1: Yeah, that's all it that makes sense. So I guess it's right. kind of just wanting to make sure that whatever you're doing at the reception, making it engaging and keeping everyone there and that's what's gonna make it really successful for sure. Right. Yeah, now when it comes to hiring an entertainer, what's the best way to go about it? I mean. It can be a little overwhelming. You know, there's DJs, there's bands, there's MCs, there's entertainment companies. How does a couple even start navigating that whole process?
0: Well, it all comes down to price. That's the first the first thing everybody looks at. How much is it going to cost me? I know I'm very good at my craft. And I know there are a bunch of companies out there who are good at their craft, but everybody always depends on what your budget is. They look at that first and then they proceed. Now, if money is not the first thing you look at, then you have to go with a feel like if you walk into a room i can't pick my customers my customers pick me so if i walk in and they have a, we have a good bond and we understand each other it's that's when it goes about and then you pick that person based on how you feel like you think that person's going to bring your vision to life this is what they're going to play what you want to hear they're going to play all the stuff that you want, make sure they're capable of speaking to your crowd, understanding who your crowd is. So I think those are the things you, you go first. If you have the budget, the budget's not the biggest problem. You go with feel and how that person translates to your crowd and you and your uh, beloved.
1: Definitely, yeah. And do you think it's best you just email vendors and ask for their pricing right off the bat? Or how do you think
0: I'm, I'm, a, I'm against the whole, hey, just send me a price list without even talking to me because that doesn't tell you who I am. It just gives you a bunch of figures. Yes, I, I don't care if you meet with me and decide not to have me, that is fine. But I don't want you to discount me based on price only without meeting me. If you meet me and we're not a match, it's like dating. Not everybody's going to love everybody. But if you meet me and you see what I bring to the table, I can convince mostly 98% of the people that, I am the right person once you sit down with me and we talk.
1: For sure. Yeah. So I guess starting out, just set up a meeting with the vendors you want to talk to and get a feel for them. And that's a really good place to start.
0: Yeah. You, you can't tell what a person is like over an email. You can't tell what the person can bring over an email. It's just words. It's like anybody could make anything sound great over an email, but then you sit with you like we are talking right now. And if you have that feel and you feel my energy and you feel what I'm about, then we can go further.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I think especially with entertainment, probably even more than any other type of wedding vendor out there. I mean, it's going to make or break what that personality is like and how you click with that person. And if they match the style and the vibe for your wedding, for sure.
0: Right. I, I have no problem going to houses, offices, meet you in a park. I've, I've, I've sold parties at Starbucks. You know, you just you just meet. And once you have the person in front of you, and then you have to close. And that's basically what it is.
1: Yeah. Now, what's the process when you work with a client? You know, are there certain things that they should be asking you? Are there things that you ask of the client or what should they Well, when they...
0: I, I have a list of like a list of things that I say, here's what you need to do from the after we say, OK, you're the person we want. Here's a list of the things we need to do before we meet again. It's a, probably a three step. We meet the first time we sign the contract. Take, here's some homework you have to do. Go home, fill out this thing, blah, 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 blah. You know, who's the this, who's the that, who's coming in, who's not. And then if you're stuck, and then we meet again to go over music. And then we talk about if you want to do the grand entrance, what's your first dance music? Uh, when do you want to be playing at the party? And we may just meet one more time if they're still unsure, or we can just have communication over the phone. But it, it's, it's always a three step process. The initial meeting, the homework period, meeting again, because things change a lot in weddings. Oh, we, we're going to have 3,000 people now. We're only having two. We're, we're, you know, we're going to have this and not have that. My, uh, This person is ill. They won't be able to make it. So we have to take this person out. So things are ever changing more than anything in the world. Weddings always have a change.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Now, when it comes to like actually picking out the music or what you're going to do for the grand entrance and things like that. Are there any resources you suggest to couples if they're not really sure what they want to do? Where should they look?
0: You know, I I started in this business further back than I would like to admit when music was hard to come by. But in the exception of the internet, you can find anything. So that helps me. It's like, oh, we don't know. I said, listen, all you have to do is Google. Like if you're into 90s, Google 90s dance music and you'll have, you know. But when we started out, we had to go to the store and buy music you know we had records we had we had before cds i know i'm aging myself but it's okay with cassettes though
1: so. okay. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so with the exception of the internet that has helped every dj in the world because you can have a catalog of music right at your fingertips so it's so easy for you to say here's a genre i want type it in and and if you're still not sure about it then we'll sit down again and figure it out but I always let them lead. I don't like to impose my feelings and my thoughts, unless I see them going like the wrong way because, Oh, we want to do this, this, this. I'm like, well, that's not the flow we want. If you really want to do this, I'll work a way of getting it in, but doing that for like, some people always want to say, I know music. I know what people like. I always tell my clients these, uh, these three things. There's shower music. People like to hear in the shower. You sing along. There's car music in the car, like it's, it's great in the car. And then there's party music. So if you can see the distinct difference, it's like, oh my God, I, I listen to this in my car. I listen to XM radio and then, no, but that's good. But it doesn't translate to a party. I sing this in the shower all the time. It's a great song. And if it's something special to them, I'll work it in. But to lead them in the right path, like this doesn't work, then that's the best way to go about it
1: definitely. I love that. Shower songs, <laughs> car songs, party songs. You can't
0: you can't go wrong. Cuz everybody's <laughs> so done it. Everybody's in the shower singing, everybody's <laughs> in their car singing, but when you get to the party, it just doesn't translate, you know.
1: For sure. So, now when it comes to like the grand entrance and all that, are there anything that you've seen couples do that's kind of different or fun other than, you know, the typical just walking in with music?
0: Uh, I'm a big fan of having everybody up and around the dance floor in the grand entrance. Uh, As we bring the bridal party in first, they'll make like a V, you know, male on one side, female on the and they make a V. And then bridal group comes and you feel the love of them being around them as opposed to everybody. Some ballrooms are so huge that if you're seated, they just feel very awkward. You're like walking into the room and people just staring at you. So the more love and the more you know, comfy feels more at, at ease they are at their own wedding. And and if the grand entrance is there, you just go right into the first dance. And then you can feel everybody around and then go from that into having the bridal party become part of the first dance. So it's one and then you can build from that. And that's one way to get the party started right after that. It's a, it's it's very simple steps that a lot of entertainers don't see. And some people are afraid to tell clients when they're doing something wrong or they they want to do something. I said, this won't work take my expertise i'm giving you that you're paying for listen to me and i'll make your party better yes i i may not know everything but i know certain things will or will not work because it's tried and true people don't want to be the first on a dance floor it, it it goes back to middle school mm-hmm. when you were in middle school dance everybody stood against the wall who's the first one you're going to break the ice right so if you have multiple people on the dance floor then everybody, it's like snowball. You ever play that game snowball back in middle school? One person dance and then you go find someone and bring another person in. So Uh it's that snowball effect. So one person, two people, three, and then before you know it, you can do whatever after that.
1: For sure. Yeah, that's such great advice. So, well, good. Well, any other just general tips or advice that you want to share when it comes to entertainment?
0: Uh, Open bar. (laughs) 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 <laughs> it, you know, liquid rhythm is always the best way, you, know, you can't go wrong, people love the liquid rhythm, you know, it's like, oh, I can dance and like, I've seen mild mannered weddings go from like just a calm thing into people trying to recreate uh, dirty dancing with a lift. Oh, two guys, by the way, two guys recreated this. I had a DJ and a band setting, so we had, you know, they had a mix and they were just having a great time and he just came on stage and dove into the crowd and you know, but it was awesome because it went along with what was happening. So it, it, it's great. It, it's, it doesn't matter if you have a small wedding or a large wedding. Music is a common denominator. You just got to get your music right. And, you know, yes, you want to have the six courses and, and all this stuff. But it, it, you don't want people walking away from your party or your wedding thinking, wow, I had all six courses. If you leave an event somewhat hungry, that means you had a good time. It sounds weird, but it's true, because if you sat down, and, and that's, that's always my tug of war with myself at weddings, because I like to be on the go all the time, like, but you have to let him eat, you have to let him eat, you have to let him eat, so uh, it's always a, a tug of war with, you know, with the party planner or the caterer, but you have to give them their due, but if you walk away from any event eating all the courses, that means you did not have a good time.
1: <laughs> that's actually so true. I had never yeah. thought of it that way, but you are so right about that, so yeah. <laughs> well good. Well, Dale, how can everyone get in touch with you and follow you?
0: Uh I have uh two Instagrams because you know, you know, I'm like that. <laughs> you, you,
1: yeah, of course. <laughs> my my social
0: Instagram is at uptowndale. You can find uh all my Miami Heat stuff on there, my fashion, and my business is at Dale the Host or dalethehost.com you know. And that's my business side with all my galas, social events, mitzvahs, weddings, whatever it is. If you have a party, I can do it. Uh, I've been doing a lot of virtual stuff lately like this. So people wanted you. Uh, I have a, actually an event coming up in September, which I'm thankful to have, that I'm hosting the best of the best businesses. Like, so it's like an award show, but I'm doing it in this kind of setting. So I'm looking forward to that. So it's actually harder because you have to be more into it via video because they got to feel what you're saying. Um, we've been doing a lot of stuff with the Miami heat. We've done, um, they've been doing in the bubble virtually. I don't know if you saw the games lately, yeah. you sign up and you can be inside the bubble on the screens. So whatever you do, they, they can't hear you, but your actions show your emotions. So. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. I wondered about that. I saw, you know, all the fans in the crowd, yeah. on the video screens. That's pretty cool.
0: It's like, you know, you sign up and you get to sit in like a chair like you're in a movie theater. And the players can see you. They can't hear you, but they can see you. And you can see the game. And it's, it's a very good way to connect the awkwardness of an empty basketball arena to bring the fans back in to the mm-hmm. sports.
1: Yeah, wow. It's cool how virtual events are really changing everything we do these
0: days. Yeah, I, I wish I put money into Zoom when I, I had the chance because they are just ridiculous right now.
1: No kidding. (laughs) Well, good. Well, Dale, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate all these great tips and uh, can't wait to talk with you again soon.
0: Thank you. And uh, hopefully we'll do, we'll be in person next time and we can actually do an event together. So appreciate you having me. And and once again, happy Tuesday. Well,
1: I hope you guys enjoyed learning these tips for how to have awesome entertainment at your wedding reception. Now don't forget, you can catch all of our podcast episodes over at transformyourwedding.com. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next time.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Rent My Wedding, your one-stop shop for event rentals. Order online and rentals are delivered right to your door. Shipping is free both ways nationwide. Rent lighting, backdrops, photo booths, and more. With the most five-star reviews in the industry, Rent My Wedding makes rentals easy and affordable. Book your rentals today at www.rentmywedding.com.